Hello again. Welcome back to No One Asked. Well, this is actually my third time recording this episode. So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so the first time I recorded the episode, I just hated it. I recorded it and I didn't even listen back to the audio, but I just knew I was going to hate it. So I deleted it and I re-recorded it literally two seconds ago. Um, the reason I wasn't feeling it when I recorded it was um, I was going on holidays. I'm literally just back from holidays, but I'd been working the whole, like every day the week beforehand. And then I was going straight into my holidays and I only had a few hours in between. And so I was kind of really, really tired and I suffered from migraines and I had a really bad migraine, but I was thinking I need to get this recorded so I can come home and edit it and have it up and get it ready because it's just, it, I needed to get it done. I wanted to get it done. And I was sitting there and it's like, I want to record now and I need to record it now, but I just wasn't feeling well. And instead of sitting down and being like, hi guys, I feel like crap today, but we're recording this anyway. Um, I sat down and I was like, hi, blah, blah, blah. And I was trying to pretend to just be how I usually am. And it just ended up being forced and fake. And it wasn't enjoyable. And it definitely just didn't sound right. And to be honest, if I had sat down and said that, like, I'm feeling absolutely crap today, um, but we're going to get through this anyway and embraced the disgustingness of how I was feeling and put that energy in, then it probably would have been a kind of funny episode because I would have come up with some different answers instead of me trying to be whatever I was trying to be. Do you know, like, it's just a different energy when you're trying to be, when you're trying to put that effort into it when you should just put in whatever energy you have it's that whole thing people know when you're faking it they know when you're trying too hard so if I had just been trying hard then it wouldn't have worked um which is why I'm also telling you about how I re-recorded this three times so I recorded it the first time didn't like it so then I'm back from my holidays and I recorded it again this morning um and I thought, oh, I'll edit it later. But then I was like, here, I'll just listen back to it. I might be able to cut out some really big chunks really quickly, you know, get a head start. There was no sound. <laughs> there was no sound. I used my big headphones, but obviously they weren't charged or whatever. So there was just no sound at all. I was so annoyed because that was actually good energy in that one. I liked it. So now I'm re-recording it again. <laughs> uh, we'll see how this goes. Um... Yeah, it should be all right. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I checked the mic this time. It is working. It'll be a good one. Um, hopefully, it'll work. But yeah, I'm now sitting down upstairs in my attic with my Udi on. If anyone doesn't know what an Udi is, it's the best thing I've ever bought. I bought it last year for working, when I started working in college from home. Um, it's a big blanket hoodie. It's just a hoodie made out of blanket material and it has a little pocket on the front. And I always use that for a hot water bottle, you know, when I need one. And it's the best thing I've ever bought. I love it so much. Um, it's like a little emotional support blanket. Um, I have my hot water bottle and I have my drama llama Derek. He's a little stress ball. My sister, my sister's ex-boyfriend got him for me for Christmas a few years ago. He's a little squishy llama. He's like a stress ball and I love him so much. I play with him all the time. Um, just keep my hands occupied. But anyway, 
I'm sat down, I'm ready to go. Let's start with our highlights of the week. Highlight of the week, obviously was my holiday. I'm just back. Um, I was only on holidays for, when did I go? I went on Sunday, came back yesterday. I was gone, gone for four days. Um, but my actual holiday activities started on Friday. So I've had like six days and they've all just been brilliant. I have loved it. Um, spent six days with my boyfriend. It was brilliant. I was also working in between. Like, so we went out to dinner on the Friday. Then I was working. Then I went straight to holiday. So it was busy a few days. And there was the match, the Tyrone Mayo match. Like, it was just a busy few days, but worth it. I really enjoyed it. Um, had some amazing times. Brilliant times. <laughs> this is going to be a weird episode. Anyway, <laughs> um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, we had a little drive around the country into a few different places and it was just some good times if I had to pick one massive highlight out of the whole thing I would probably say we went for a swim we went so we stayed in Kerry for the last few days and we didn't plan anything out we wanted to go surfing so you're like ah sure when we get up there we'll figure something out there'll be there's a few different beaches up there it'll be grand but because it's coming to the end of the season, none of them were really out. They were only taking bookings and none of them were taking bookings for midweek. They were all taking it for weekends. We were like, oh, oh no. So we didn't really get that sorted. But we were talking to our the Airbnb lady that we were talking to and people in the surf shop said, oh, if you get out in Maharese, there might be people there. It's a bigger beach. We are like, okay, well, we'll head down there. So you're in Dingle and we drove, we were planning to drive to Maharese and we were like, even if there isn't a surf place down there, we'll swim there because it's a nice beach. There's a little castle and all, it'll be lovely. So we ended up having to drive over this thing called Connor's Pass, which we wanted to drive over. I know you were going to go there in the evening. Um, and it's just this big wild Atlantic way drive. And you're driving over the cliffside. There's big rocks beside you. You can look into the valleys with the lakes. If anyone hasn't been to the countryside of Kerry, I haven't been. I've only been to like the towns for Fela and I went to Lestole. Um, but I've never been to like the mad countryside. It's mental. Like there's these massive mountains everywhere you cannot turn and not see a mountain but it's directly next to the coast so you would think that like kind of flattens out when it gets to the coast no it's all mountains it's ridiculous but anyway we drove up connor's pass and then we found like just this little pull in and we decided to pull in there and like just have a look out over the lakes because there's lakes in this big valley and i remember reading about this thing called peddler's lake and you have to like drive to it and then there's a bit of a walk I didn't really read too much into it but I was like that'd be cool if we went there but that was all I thought of it and when I saw all these lakes around I was like I bet you Peddler's Lake is around here somewhere and we pulled into the pull in anyway and there's like a big cliffside of rocks and you're it looked like you were able to climb up them but and um, we didn't know and then then my boyfriend saw people like climbing up it and he was like oh let's go so we climbed up and we were literally just scaling this cliffside um and we went up it and there's this massive we didn't know what was up there we were like we could literally be climbing to nothing uh we don't know what's going on we had no idea where we were we got up there and there's just this huge lake in a valley on the side of a mountain um what happened was when there was all icebergs an iceberg had been in there and it slid out of the mountain and made a little lip so now there's a massive lake there and it's beautiful it's amazing like it's something like I've never seen when I saw it I was like this is Peddler's Lake we can swim in this 
And he was like, oh, serious? I was like, yeah, honestly. So we went back down to the car, got our stuff for swimming, came back up and went for a swim. And there was other people around. They were like, oh my God, you're mental. So we went for a swim. It was absolutely freezing. But that was brilliant. And it was like, I'd never done anything like that before. And I think it was better because we had no idea what was going on. We didn't know where we were going. Like we just climbed up this thing and saw it. And we were like, oh my God. So that was brilliant and then we went and got some food and ice cream and it was lovely <laughs> it was really nice so I'd say that experience was my high of the week yeah so let's get into some questions now um usually I take my questions from the 36 questions to fall in love from Cosmopolitan but they're getting a bit heavy and I'm just coming in a bit bored like DMCing to myself because I'm alone <laughs> so I found these questions on Pinterest and it's really just like 30, 25 funny questions, get to know you. Blah, blah, blah. They're just a bit funny. They're a bit more lighthearted. So I decided to do those ones instead. Um, and I already did some of them, but we're going to have to do new ones. <laughs> but, you know, we might do like a mixture of other ones in different episodes. Um, like a mixture between heavy and light. I don't know. We'll see how we're going. Okay. First question. Would you rather go 30 days without your phone or the rest of your life without dessert? This is a no-brainer for me. I just could go without dessert. No, not that I could go without dessert. I think the dessert isn't even a factor in this for me. Um, and I'll explain, I'll explain that in a minute. But also, I'm just going to... I love dessert. I do. But I also think it's stupid to pay €8 Euro for three scoops of ice cream like I can get a tub of ice cream for two euro but then if I had that mentality like I'm paying a lot of money for dinner anyway but like a nice dinner I don't want to cook a nice dinner ice cream you just scoop it out I, I don't know anyway I just three scoops of ice cream is just not worth eight euro to me unless I'm going to go to like Gino's and get like 350 for a scoop <laughs> I don't know it's just it's a bit stupid but also sometimes you just do love a good dessert like I love a good apple crumble and I love a brownie um, or maybe like a sticky toffee Sunday. But then also you can just go to McDonald's again and McFlurry. Like McFlurries are really nice. <laughs> so I think like the, all those things are desserts. But then also like a cookies with your cup of tea. That's a dessert. And getting like a pastry in a coffee shop. That's a dessert. So it'll be hard to go a year or not a year your whole life without dessert. But the reason I would do it is because I hate my phone. I hate going on my phone so I'd much rather not have dessert just so I don't have to go on my phone and you might look at me and be like Lisa if you hate your phone just don't go on it well done that's I should I should just not go on my phone but it's so hard to do and I hate my phone because everyone can just get at you like so easily it's always on always and if you turn it off it's like why did you turn off your phone why don't you have your phone on you it's almost like it's illegal to turn it off like why do I have to have my phone on me why do you always have to be able to contact me leave me alone like when I was on my holidays work was emailing me college timetables I was constantly trying to check them so I'm trying to figure them out for work 
private lessons were emailing me I was getting texts from whatsapp groups my family like yeah my family are checking in on me like that's fine like I don't mind that like I was texting them as well but they're asking me about plans for when I get back and I was like let me have my holiday like I'll talk to you about all that when I get home let me have my holiday and it was just oh my god leave me alone stop asking me questions let me chill out for five days and have a holiday when I'm because I'm going back to college and work now and it's just really annoying when people can just constantly contact you like oh my god and then it's not even like my sister she works in an office and when she's on holidays she can just put on a thing that says oh out of office until this time no one will contact her and then when my manager sent out an email saying she was on annual leave I sent her an email just so it would be in her inbox when she got back. I didn't expect to reply. I even got an automatic reply saying, oh, I'm on annual leave. I was like, yeah, that's grand. But I just like, if I didn't send it to her, I would have forgot. And like, I even said, I know you're on annual leave, just send this so it's in your inbox. She emails me while I'm on um, holidays and expects a reply. No, I'm on holidays, leave me alone. Like I've been talking for ages about getting one of those like flip up Nokia phones. And I've made so many excuses not to get one because I do so much on my phone. Like I'm not addicted to my phone at all. Like I can put it down and not use it. That's fine. But when I do use it, it's purposeful. Like it's, I'm checking my timetables. I'm checking my email. I'm texting back a work thing. I'm organizing plans. Like I'm not using it just to scroll and be wasteful. I'm using it purposely. So then when I do end up, being waste on it it really annoys me and then so I want to get a Nokia one not so I'm not on social media but just so people can't contact me as easily because then I can only go on my email on my laptop I can only go on whatsapp on my laptop I can only check all those things on my laptop and people can't contact me as easily then but then at the same time whatsapp you need like to connect it with your phone as well so I need my phone for whatsapp and then I go to the gym and run a lot. I need Spotify. I really do. And then in the car, driving in, in and out to college, I'd need Spotify. Like I would like to listen to podcasts. But it would also be cool just to have CDs, like be that person like, oh yeah, I use CDs. <laughs> I'm different. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And then I just go around like a little Nokia. Um, like I'm literally just making excuses. I am making excuses not to get one. But I think I need to bite the bullet and just do it. Um, but like I don't even use my phone for Instagram anymore because the top of my screen is broken, so I can't click post. So anytime I'm posting on Instagram, I'm doing it off of my laptop. But I do love a good Instagram story. I'm really creative with my Instagram stories. I don't know. I might try it, I might get one. I might do 30 days on a Nokia. I that's what I'm going to do. I'm going into town at the weekend anyway. I'm going to do 30 days on a flip-up Nokia phone. I'm going to suss it out with my um, SIM card and all. I'm going to do 30 days on a flip-up Nokia phone. I am. Because that way I still have my iPhone if I really need to go on WhatsApp or something. But I'm going to do 30 days on a flip-up Nokia phone. You've heard it here, folks. <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, but yeah, um, it's just I would just go 30 days without my phone so no one can contact me. Do you know what else is really, <laughs> my family have this habit, right? I think this is a main reason why I hate phones. If I'm at home 
in my house, my dad or any of my family members will ring my phone, like my, my mobile. And if I miss the call by two seconds because I have to go to my phone or I don't hear it or whatever, without even allowing me to pick up the phone to ring them back, they'll ring the house phone. Or if I'm in the shower or whatever, so I don't pick up the phone, they'll ring the house phone. And if I don't answer the house phone, they'll text me within two seconds of each contact. Like, there's so many forms of contact now, I can't get away. Leave me alone. <laughs> I, oh my God. Do I do sometimes? If I've only missed the call on my phone by like two seconds, like I'm literally about to ring them back and then they ring the house phone. I will sit there and let the house phone ring out and then ring them back just out of spite because it annoys me so much that they do that. Like, give me, give me a minute to ring you back. Like, if they don't pick up the phone straight away, I'm like, they're busy. They're doing something. Like, it's fine. I'll figure it out myself. Whatever it's, if it's an emergency. If it's an emergency, that's fine. But generally, generally, they're not dying. <laughs> they can figure it out themselves. They're all fully grown. I'm the youngest in my family. Um, but yeah, I just hate that people are connected to me that easily. Like, go away. Get out of my personal existence, please. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. Would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a brilliant team? Um, I don't know, to be honest. Like, Do you want to be a star but not winning the whole time? Or do you want to be really bad but still winning? But you could, like, if your team is really, really good, being the worst player, you could still be a class player. Do you know what I mean? I think it really depends what kind of person you are. It depends what, that's, <laughs> obviously it depends what kind of person you are. That's what these questions are telling you. Oh my God, Lisa. Um, I feel like being the best player on a really bad team would be really frustrating. Because if you're, if you yourself feel like you're excelling, but you're not seeing any results for it. I know this sounds like I'm a really bad team player, but like say this is like a multiple year thing. If you yourself are really good, like you know you are, like you're getting like recognition or whatever, you could it could just be a bit debilitating. You might end up not wanting to keep playing. And just because you're not seeing many results unless you really love the game like your team could be a lovely team you could end up just having really good morale on the team though because it might not be a competitive team if you know you're not a great team um I feel like myself because the kind of role that I play on my team um my I'm on the junior team in my town and it's they're the girls are quite young they kind of come up from under 16 so they're all about 16 17 and then the oldest is in her 30s and then there's a few in their 20s and then there's 16s. So there's a big aged gap. And I'm not a massively competitive. I am competitive, but I'm not like diehard. Everyone, blah, do you know what I mean? But I'm kind of more, I prefer everyone to be enjoying it rather than everyone trying to win and bringing other people down for it. So I find my role is kind of like I go up and because there is that big age gap, I find sometimes the communication between the team is quite hard is quite not really there so I find I go up and I during the drills and everything I kind of I, I egg people on I 
give a bit of good positivity, a bit of get up and go about the whole thing. And I, I try to anyway. Now, whether this is seen by everyone or not, I don't know. Um, I don't get a lot of pats on the back because I'm not the best player on the team. But I do try to like cheer everyone on, be a little cheerleader for everyone, especially like the younger girls or not even all the younger girls. Cause some of the younger girls are very vocal themselves, but the younger ones that are a bit quiet and a bit to the side of themselves. I try to bring them in themselves. I try to bring them in and get them, get them in themselves. And so I feel like being the worst player on a good team in that way, I'd really like that because there's a lot of really good players then. And even if I'm not the best player, if I'm there with a good attitude, people are, it's still going to be a good team then. Do you know what I mean? If I'm there with a good attitude, I'm still going to help out in a different way rather than being the best player. Um, I'd like to be a bad player with a good attitude rather than a bad player, rather than a good player with a bad attitude. Do you know what I mean? Um, so I feel like I'd like to be that one. Um, next question. What is the next question? Getting a bit out of breath. I think I'm talking really fast. If I ever talk too fast in this, and I just can't give me live feedback, but like, do just like DM me on Instagram or comment on this in some way and just be like, slow down. I could just be talking really fast this week because this is my third time doing this. And I've had a coffee this morning, but sure. Sure look, sure listen. We'll, we'll get on with this. Um, what cheesy song do you have memorized? Honey, just look at my playlist. <laughs> look at my liked songs on Spotify. Everything is just a cheesy hit. I love a good cheesy hit. Now, what it depends what you class as cheese as well, because my main one, I love a good crap pop music. Um, Ollie Murs. He's not even bad. He's not bad music. I love him. He's brilliant music. Spin me around. No, I don't want to go home. Because when you hold me like this, that's when my heart skips, skips a beat. I honestly, I swear to God, I probably know all his music off by heart. I listened to him. I went to three of his concerts when I was younger. He's brilliant. I love him. Love Ollie Murray. He's the cutest person ever. Um... But he actually has some good songs. I love him. I know his songs off by heart. Um, and I'm not I'm not embarrassed by it at all. Um let me think what else. Oh, this one. Sorry, I just kicked my desk. It's this one. Now, don't know if your class is cheesy. It is a bit cheesy. It's also classic, it's also annoying, but it's brilliant. Don't stop believing my train. Know it off by heart. Love it off by heart. It's amazing. We'll always scream sing it. It's a brilliant song. Um, can I listen to it once in a row though? <laughs> um, what's another one? I see you driving around town with the girl I love and I'm like, fuck you. I feel like all those kind of songs from around that time, like Ollie Murray, Steel Green, they're all a bit cheesy, but a bit brilliant. And I know them all because that was, I was growing up around that time. Um, anything like ABBA, but ABBA's not cheesy. People say ABBA's cheesy. ABBA's not cheesy. ABBA's amazing. ABBA is brilliance. ABBA is just musical perfection. <laughs> I love ABBA. And I know so many of their, I'm not going to say I know all their songs off by heart because I don't. 
Well, I know so many of their songs off by heart. Now, I'm going to say this now. Anyone who says they do not like ABBA is an outright liar. They are a liar. And it's definitely those like young lads that are just like, no, ABBA, blah. no, stop it. Stop it right now. You just can't appreciate it. Once you get older, you will appreciate that ABBA is actually class. They are brilliant. And especially on a night out, get on a bit of gimme gimme and voulez-vous. Everyone's on the dance floor. Even those big lads, they're on the dance floor dancing their ass off. And it's amazing. And I love it. And it's actually such a a, com- a community. <laughs> it's brilliant. But also another thing I'm going to say about these songs that ABBA have dropped. ABBA have dropped new music. And I don't know how long it's been. When I don't know when was the last time ABBA dropped new music. I don't know. But they have dropped new songs recently. For anyone who didn't know or hasn't listened to them, please do go listen to them. They're brilliant. It could have been terrible. It could have. I'm going to tell you how it could have been terrible. If ABBA came into this time and thought, we're going to follow in the 21st century and we're going to bring out new style of music and we're going to do it that way and be us, but now it would have fallen flat on its face. It would have, because that's not ABBA. That is ABBA now. No, that's not it. But when you listen to those songs, you hear the little first verse and then you hear the piano slide down. That's just ABBA gold. That is brilliant and it's amazing. And it's just what you want. It is. And the fact that they did that and they stuck to who they are and brought out that music but it's not repetitive it's not like oh I've heard that before it's their brand it's on theme it's brilliant it's just so amazing and it's like if they had changed you wouldn't be able to put those songs in ABBA playlists because it'd just be too different and it wouldn't sound right but you can listen to that and just be like yeah that's ABBA that is that's amazing I love that so much so it's I don't understand why they stopped bringing out music but they did and now they're bringing it out again and I'm so happy that a new generation of people can enjoy it and the generations can continue to enjoy it and when this concert in England the virtual one starts selling tickets I will be going and I'm so excited because Abba I've grown up with it my mom loves it my dad loves it I love it I will continue to grow up with it my whole family when I get older will love it it's going to be amazing and I'm so happy Uh, how they brought out that music and how they did it that wasn't the question that was asked but it led there so we're gonna we're gonna end the podcast there um if you guys have any opinions on the ABBA music or anything that we talked about today um let me know I really hope that this recorded properly and I because I'm not doing it a fourth time I hope you guys understand that I'm not gonna do it a fourth time I probably will do it a fourth time if I have to anyway see you love you bye